Hello, and welcome to, back to Expedition Rewatch. This is where we are rewatching all of Expedition Unknown from the very beginning. In this episode, my mom and I will be talking about Season 1, Episode 2, Temple of Doom. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind everyone, follow us on all our socials. TikTok and Instagram is Macabre Family. Facebook is the Macabre Family Podcast. We also have an email. You can email us at macabrefamilypod at gmail.com. Also, follow, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So, last week, I did this, or the last time I did this, mm-hmm. I kind of did not type anything out. I just kind of wrote... Wung it? Basically, and it was shitty, so... <laughs> <laughs> this, there was no apology after that. Sorry, people. This is my apology. <laughs> this is a shitty word. So, I actually wrote it out. I rewatched... I mean, I knew the episode enough. Right. I just... Like, I wrote out... My facts. Right. I didn't re- write out the how highlights. I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. How I wanted to do it. How so I feel like this is. Presentation. It's just really hard. You thought it was e- going to be easy. I sure did. And mm-hmm. it's not. Nope. So shout out to all the people that do rewatch podcasts. Because so I listen to one's called The Confused Breakfast and they um, watch movies from the 80s, 90s mm-hmm. and <sighs> review them. Oh, it's so funny. Like. They'll do, um, they're doing Blazing Saddles next week. Yeah, yeah. That's an old movie. Seven, this is the Gene summer of Wild, 70s. Gene Wilder. And, and I don't know who the other guy was, but yeah. Yeah. Such I can't a good, remember his it's name. It's such a good movie. It's yeah. so funny when he's like, the KKK guys are there and he's like, hey, hey. everybody. <laughs> did you realize, did you know, I want to say, I don't, I don't know if I have my facts right, but it was like 75% of the southwestern states, the cowboys were black. Yes, that is a fact. I think it's actually closer to the 80s. Really? Just like pirates. Yeah, true. Pirates are... That's not... You've just compared blacks with pirates. No, 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 sorry. (laughs) No, the pirates were black. Oh! Yes, a huge percentage because the pirates would raid the slave ships and then they would be like, okay, free we can yep. free you yeah, we're or free. You come work here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they would say, our flag means death. No, what is it? Our flag means death. Yeah, it's no. about um, Cat, the gentleman pirate. His yep. name was... Um, Shoot, what was How his name? Can you be Something coming? Steed. So he started Gen- out. Gentleman. He called himself pirate. the Gentleman Pirate. Okay. He, he started was nice out rich. About it. He oh. was rich. Okay. And he was bored with his life. Yeah. What? I can't for the life of me think of his first name. And it was a real guy. Yeah. And Steed? he was. Steed? Yeah. Something Steed. His last name was Steed. Baby Bonnet. Steed Bonnet. Sorry. His last name was Bonnet. His first name was Steed. <laughs> he was bored with his life. So he used his money. Yeah. Became a pirate. Paid. The guy's on his boat, a living wage. I kid so you not. Was, yep, yep. So he was a pirate. Job. And then he became, I don't, in the show, he becomes friends with Blackbeard. Okay. Okay. Which is, it's hilarious. And then. What show is that? It's Blackbeard? Called, no, it's Our Flag Means Death. Oh. And yes. is, it a, is it a series or? Yeah, it's on it HBO. Is? Oh, huh. it's hilarious. It's it's just a comedy. It's a, a satire base. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of these based pirates on are some real. Truth. Yeah. And Steed and Blackbeard really actually knew each other. Yep. Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, because Steed wild. ended up getting stabbed in real yeah. life. Yeah. Um, Blackbeard helped him and went on his boat, and they both captained it together. And then okay. Blackbeard ended up leaving him on an island. I don't know. It was a whole thing. Yeah. But the show... Blackbeard wasn't very nice. No. No. But Steed was. He was a gentleman. He called himself the gentleman pirate. <laughs> like, we can be polite. The show's hilarious. It's New Zealand. 
Is it? Yeah, yeah they're from New Zealand. It. Yeah. Like the, all the characters. There's some from America. There's some British guys, but the Mostly main characters, Ta- Taika Waititi is one of the guys who does what we do in the shadows. It's the vampire show. Oh, Have you okay. seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't creator. seen it, but yeah. He plays Blackbeard and Steve Bonnet, the guy that plays him is Reese Darby and they're both from New yeah. Zealand. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. The whole show of accents, and I'm on, I'm, on, I'm up for it because <laughs> I love like a New Zealand accent. I can't, I can't even. You can't dif- differentiate. No, and I can't hear it. You know what I mean? But I well, know Australia, I, I know New Zealand, heard it. it's. It feel like when it comes to British too. It's I'm just starting like right to on the right, just a hair different. I'm starting to notice like what, I watch British shows mm-hmm. and like Taskmaster, so they have all these like, contestants from different parts of England or wherever. Right, right, and they have a different accent. I, just like here, people. I was just gonna say, the we'll know that people. somebody. Yeah, we'll know somebody has a Texas accent. We can tell that, but somebody from over there they would have I'm a Newcastle from, accent. Right, right. And, and I'm, I'm starting to be able to to differentiate because That's I watch weird. just plainly British shows. I so talked to Nathan. Tell. Yeah, I would go. Do you? So if it's, like we had a kid and we just didn't associate with anybody and just had our kid watch British do, shows. Would he just get yes. an accent? Yes. <laughs> Is that crazy? Now I'm wondering, um, the, on the British, what the heck was I going to say? I don't know. Sure, you watch British a lot of British shows. shows. Yes, I do. I love it. So the strongest accent that the, you know, how in the, Britain, yeah, yeah, what is what? Because there's one accent that that I has like a twang under- to it. I just cannot understand. So it. it's called it a Geordie accent, I believe, is what you're talking about, and that's Newcastle. It is that where um, they keeping ha- up, it's keeping up appearances. It's when they go over to the sister's house. So Newcastle has like this statue and it has like wings. It looks like yep. you would, if you heard it, but the Geordie accent is like a hard, hard, hard accent. Yeah. Well, that's probably the si- the sister. It's the sister. Does she have a hard accent? Well, she's a whore. So <laughs> I think she lives in the hard part of the town. So there's a she, show. She lives with her other sister. There's a show called Geordie Shore uh-huh. where they're in Newcastle and it's like the Jersey Shore, but it's yep. for England. It's, it's the version. same idea. They all go to clubs and yeah, it's the same idea, but they're Geordies <laughs> and it's Newcastle. So there's, it's like a different accent. It's right, hilarious. Right, right. So, all right. We are... Jumping right into episode two. Um, the plot for this episode is Josh Gates travels to remote inland mine riddled jungles of Cambodia to investigate the lost city of the Khmer Empire in search for a mystical relic. Yes. I wrote lame. Yes. It's land. <laughs> I, lo- I feel like the computer does the same thing the phone does. You're typing and all of a sudden it's a different word. You just hit because it's like no, that doesn't buttons. sound right. Land mine. The wrong button. When I was trying to type out demining, it couldn't yeah. figure it out. Didn't. What's demining mean? What about D E I just dash. Did, I did, did yeah. do the dash, and it lets you do it. Yeah, it like tells me. It no, loves I'm to not be, let you do that. Put I've a red line under it. I hate. I yeah it's, because um, I hate it when it's when there's I gotta something clear there. it up. Yes, me too. Nathan will clear it up. Nathan will have like stuff. Like little numbers. I I said, no, clear it. I can't. Clear it. At the beginning of the episode, Josh tells the story of Jayavarman II. I'm going to quote directly from the episode since it's pretty much sums the story up in a nice little bow. Okie dokie. Quote, it's 802 AD in Southeast Asia and a mysterious ruler named Jayavarman II appears on the scene. 
Inscriptions say he founded a city in the mountains where he conducted a strange ritual. Supposedly, a mystical priest used spells and powerful magic to give a sacred stone artifact known as a linga, divine powers of the Hindu god Shiva. The king or anyone else who controlled the stone would have the ability to incinerate his enemies, end quote. Yep. So, right? Done. This may seem unbelievable, but it may have worked. The god king Jayavarman went on to build a dynasty that would go on to become one of the most advanced civilizations in the ancient world. And the lost city that he ruled over had been found in 2012 using LiDAR technology. Yes. That's cool. I thought it was very cool. It's about time. Yeah, how it works. I talk about it later. They go over, they take it off in layers and layers. Which is crazy that a laser can just show you that. You don't have to But it's like sonar for Mm -hmm. when people are looking for shipwrecks, like we talked about last time. Yep. They can see it. So I can figure sonar. I mean, they're looking inside bodies. They're going to be able to look talk about it, really. But the linga, (laughs) they call it a, what do they say? It. Um, of, I can't remember the word. The I think stone? It, yeah, the linga yeah. is a, fl- I don't want to say flaccid because that, that means like floppy. It, it's basically like a penis is what. Yes. My, I mean, around. What, a phallic, phallic symbol. <laughs> that's the word. So all I could think of is penis. So the, like. It the, kind of looks It's like a phallic a, symbol because the neck, when penis. we, they talk about the yoni yeah. is supposed to represent the woman. Okay, yeah. And you stick the, the linga in the yoni. Yep. Female part. Everything always comes amazing. back to sex. Of course it does. Everything does. So Josh begins his journey in search of the linga in Phnom Penh, Cambodia. And why do they do that? What? Like, well, everything's like female and male. Okay. Do you it, have the male end of the plug or do you have the female end of the plug? Because they fit together. Do you, do you have the external part of the plug or the internal part of the plug? See, I never... It, good good luck on me not ever really knowing that those were called male and female uh-huh. until I saw Halloween costumes <laughs> that had the plugs. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just get amazed by that. But anyway, Phnom Penh. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh is waiting to meet his first context. He explores the city, which is hit on all the senses. It's loud, bright and hot, mm-hmm. which I have seen. Like I've watched um, Top Gear and they go to Phnom Penh. Okay. To, and they ride, I don't think they, do they ride the motorcycles? Through? It's crazy. There's no, the driving is crazy. Yeah. All over the place. It's just a lot. Yeah. This, he, is, this is the place where they put 50 million people on one bus on top, yep, inside, yep, and just hang off area. the edge. Yes. And they drive motorcycles and they fill it because yep. cars are so expensive. Mm-hmm. That's why, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he tries some unique street food, otherwise known as bugs. Uh, did you see that? I did. The cockroach. So it looked like the cockroach. reason. I think it was a water Cricket. bug. That was. Just, uh. But the reason they knew this, and I learned this not from this show, but from mm-hmm. the Grand Tour, is who knew though? Me. I'll tell no. you. I mean, the reason why they, they knew eat, this. Okay, so when they dealt with what we're going to talk about, yeah. You're talking back in the AD, 802 AD. No. You're talking so the recent. bugs is yes. from when Pol Pot was there. Okay. The the communist dictator. Yep. They had were starving. Yep. So they realized that. They could eat these bugs. And they're actually good. Yep. And full of protein. Yep. And they're actually delicious. Ugh. So yeah, I watched that on um, Top Gear. They take boats mm-hmm. and they're going through, which we talk about in here, the river. 
yeah. or the lake. Yeah. They're driving their boats to the lake and they stop at the floating city mm-hmm. and they're eating bugs because that's just, that's, that's, that's their food. the only thing that's around. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was because they had dic- this dictator who starved Wouldn't them. Feed them. So they found out they could, they would try different things and they found out certain bugs are good. Same idea in like, it's what, like what eating is it, meat. the 17, who 1700s knew? or 1800s yeah. that the lobster, same idea. Well, I, I mean, the 1900s is when they would feed it to the prisoners. Prisoners. Yeah. Yep. Well, when Strawberry Bank had come up, people were very poor. Yeah. They just went down and uh, picked got the it out of the water. Off. Yep. Yep. So in the middle of the city stands Tolse Prey High School. This school was turned into a detention center during the darkest part of part of Cambodia's history. <laughs> From 1975 to 1979, Cambodia was ruled by a radical communist party called the Khmer Rouge. Mm-hmm. The Khmer Rouge wanted to return Cambodia back to the glory that was the Khmer Empire, which is where uh, J- Jayavarman came from. Yep. Yep. Dictator. Uh, yeah. The Khmer, well, Jayavarman was a king. Right. king right. God king, but... The Khmer Rouge tried to turn back time. Basically, they emptied the cities and forced people into primitive agriculture slavery. So they kicked everybody out of the cities. Yep. And sent them basically to the fields. Yep. As, and they were slaves. How the, else? I was going to say, how else are they going to feed? The sick, the educated, and anyone who spoke out was killed. Basically, if you wore glasses, were a doctor, had any education, spoke more than a, one language. Done. You were done. Had asthma, mm-hmm. any illness. Mm-hmm. Buddhist monks were killed. Any other nationalities that lived yep. there were what killed. About kids? Yep. Mm-hmm. Plenty of them. Well, you watched, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. Unreal. And they took a picture and before if, they yep. killed them. Any, if you disagreed, you would be killed. The yep. killing field, quote, the killing fields are several sites in Cambodia where collective, collectively more than 1 million people were killed and buried by the Khmer Rouge during its rule. Ah. From Insane. 1975 to 79, the mass killings were part of a broad state-sponsored genocide. Analysis of 20,000 mass grave sites indicated at least 1.3 million victims of execution. It is believed the number of people murdered is closer to 2.2 million, though. Oh, my word, in four years? Mm-hmm. That's, well, on their numbers, it's 250,000 a year. That's insane. That is insane. Well, Josh is at the Tulsa Genocide Museum. We see thousands of photos and some of the victims from mm-hmm. the genocide. Mm-hmm. And Josh gets severe, emotional. like emotional, Real because emotional. most of the people, when they got the photo taken, knew they were dying. Knew that they were going to be executed. And one of the photos they show multiple times is of a young boy, probably like twelve. Said number one. Do you see? See his I didn't number see on no. his shirt. Because they were all no- yeah. He was number one, and he was probably what twelve. Twelve with Maybe. a chain around his neck. Yep, and he's just waiting to be executed. Yep. How sad. How could anybody, I just, and this is, it's like a Hitler, uh, this is what I'm talking, like, this happened, you were alive. I do. I I mean, obviously you probably weren't old enough to even register this was going on. Not really. I mean, we probably, at that time, you figure South Berwick, we had the shoe shop and the whole town was full of Cambodians. Yeah. Well, that would make sense because they were trying to freaking leave. They were trying to flee. And I realized, uh, because I was in central school, third grade, up upstairs. In four, it was in fourth grade. Just remember, remembering that. So we're talking, yeah, it was 19, early 70s, and it's, mid. And it's just like, that was going on. And if this was now, like, if this was happening, which wouldn't we as a country be over there? Because we can't, we're always in everybody else's business. Where were we when this was happening? I have no idea. It's insane. 
We would just we are what we just came out of the Vietnam War. Yeah, if we didn't want to fuck with anybody else, probably not. No, because we I lost mean, that one. <laughs> we lost not only lost that one. Where is the it? poor fellows coming home were spit on. It's like they had no choice. No, because they got drafted, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because when they went to World War II, they mm-hmm. were heroes. Yes, but they won. Th- when Vietnam War didn't, this like obviously none. It shouldn't of the, have been there. No, period. absolutely not. And for pe- I know I was listening to something about how Americans will go over there and be like, "We won this." Like, no, you fucking didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Mm-hmm. These poor people from yeah. villages kicked your ass. Essentially, your, they brought they 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 knew what they, they were doing. They knew what they were doing. The kids, they had so many suicide kids with bombs, right to them. Jesus, blow blow up. I I bunch don't. Of it's a funny story. Unreal. As much as we've learned about World War Two and One in school, that was Vietnam though. Vietnam, we didn't learn about shit. I never learned about Vietnam, which War. is very sad. I think good, bad, or indifferent. If we, we did, we're in the wrong. Our, we should know what we did wrong. Exactly. We should know our history. They're ripping it out left and right, no matter where we. But look. instead of learning from that, we decided to invade Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> when it wasn't even dun, Iraqis dun, that dun. came for 9-11. That no. whole thing is annoying, too. Yes. Yep. So yep. Josh meets up with uh, journalist and friend Nick Ray to talk about the lost city of Mahendra Pravada. I know I said, that sounded good. that out. They Ta-ta. talk about the local legend of Jai Raman II and how mm-hmm. he became a god king. Mm-hmm. He had to take a linga, which in Hinduism is a phallic symbol, as right. I said. Yes. A holy priest uses these magical rituals to invoke the power of Shiva down into the linga, which is then put into a yani or a female fertility symbol. Right. stone. So it takes a woman to empower the man's stone. Of course it does. <laughs> Just like what were we talking? The yep. man has a head, the woman owns the neck. Yep, and she can she turn, turn the head. anywhere she wants. So <laughs> um, in doing this, it gives Jayavarman II the power of Shiva on Earth, and it would make him the most powerful king of Southeast Asia had ever seen. Mm-hmm. In the mountain, the lost city ruins are also had to have like ghost stories attached to him. Yep. Yeah, they say the God King still may be there. So it's like yeah. spe- they they it's called the Holy Mountain mm-hmm. for a reason. So what do they what do they see up there that they think? Just that just it's spooky. I Is mean, it's it? just their jungles. Yes. We have been talking a lot about Shiva, and I thought I'd put in some knowledge about the God. Okay. She, quote: Shiva is known as the Destroyer within the. So tr- he was like a Genghis Khan. Shiva the Destroyer. Yeah. It's just. Is part of a holy trinity. Uh-huh. And in the Shaivite tradition, Shiva is the supreme lord who creates, protects, and transforms the universe. Gotcha. He doesn't become a destroyer unless... He has to. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Shiva, I believe, if I'm correct in thinking, is the one with multiple arms. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. But, I mean, Hindu in Hinduism, there's a lot. They have a lot of gods. Oh, yeah. I think everything you turn around is a god. They don't eat, they don't eat split-hoofed the, animals, do in, they? No, I believe that's in Hindu or... I think this, Hindu. Is it Hindu? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because I believe... Yeah. Is it, is it Hindu or Buddhism? Um, maybe. Hmm. I'll put split-hoofed. Because I keep saying, yeah, the Hindu Trinity, but I think they're Buddhists. Yes, they're Buddhists. They are. They're Buddhists there in Cambodia. Okay. Because there's a lot of Buddhist monks. Okay. But I think. Maybe. 
Don't quote me on this, folks. This is why. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, yeah, I don't know much religion, but Shiva is known as a destroyer in the Hindu trinity. You can. Yeah. So the lost city is 200 miles from Phnom Penh, and the best way to travel there is by four by four. Okay. Well, you have to take an SUV or... It's better than climbing a ladder up a mountain. Right. Scaling a mountain. <laughs> he <laughs> must go through Batambam. From there, he has to go into the ancient capital of Siam Reap, mm-hmm. which is only 30 miles from the dig site. The problem is there's no real roads. So he it's has... It's either dirt bike or ter- ter- four-wheeler territory after Siam Reap. But uh, not only are there no roads, but there's also landmines. The reason for that is when the Khmer Rouge was overthrown from 1979 until the 1990s, they hid up in the mountains, and to defend it against the government coming to get them, they planted planted landmines everywhere. Yeah. Basically, it hasn't really been demined at all, and they're working on it. Yep. We'll talk about that later. I thought it was pretty cool. But Nick cautions Josh to just stay on the path. Oh, yeah. Don't don't go (laughs) off. Six hours. Into Josh's drive, he hits road construction and is backed up for miles, so he takes an alternate way to Siam Reap, then, bo- then Bamboo Railroad, oh, which is a tourist cool. attraction now. Really? Yes. Really? That's pretty cool. Right? The Bamboo Railroad came about after the Khmer Rouge left Cambodia in tatters. With the railroad mostly broken and abandoned from when the French left in the 50s, they mm-hmm. took their trains but left the tracks. The villagers took tank and truck parts left over from the war. I thought it was so funny. And yeah, it's so cool. And cut them it to is. fit the railroad. Yeah. They then placed a bamboo platform on top. Yep. And it's run by a small motor. Yep. And when you meet up with another train, the one with the least amount of passengers must disassemble, disassemble and move the train you know, out of the really way. it's really so sad. Why is it the least? I know. Yeah, that's because all I can think of. They have to move because they had to take off the bamboo thing. Yep. Take off the, the, the wheels. front axle yep. and the back axle. And the motor. And then in the motor and then go to the, the other side of the cart. But I suppose and, the and one with more passengers probably is. Why can't they switch them and just put the thought. motors on the other side? I never thought of that. You know, so they just all switch. Well, if it works for them. In Bat and Bob, Josh sits out a cave at sunset to watch about a million bats emerge from the crate. I thought that was so I cool. I thought it was cool. It looked I like we a had movie. Some of that. Right? Yes. That's probably where they take most of the movie pictures. <laughs> I know. It's beautiful. The countryside. It was real. It was. It was. Uh, Josh. But I like the next yes. thing. <laughs> oh, what? The, um, the river? The huts. Yes. Yes. On the river. So Josh meets with an expert about the lost city, but the man wants to remain anonymous, which makes sense mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he knows where it is. Well, that and everybody knows where it is now. Yeah. So since the ruins could be targeted by tomb raiders, the source says it's a real problem with people looting and selling artifacts on the black market. He tells Josh that looters are looking for the lingo as well. Yeah. And what does he say? That it could catch to $10,000? Or a hundred thousand if somebody but, finds like a sandstone like relic. I have. I, I remember him asking him. Yeah, he's like, "How much would a sandstone right. statue get me?" He's like, ten thousand. Really? Which so is anything? That, yeah, that's so something. Somebody theirs. It keeps that, it. It keeps them finding it and keeps it there. I'm Josh. Sure. Yeah. Josh then travels to see him reap by boat along the Tonle Sap Lake, which belongs to the Mekong ri- River system. I thought that was pretty cool. The six hours. It's a six-hour steam. On the lake is a literal floating villages village, which houses yep. between five to 10,000 people. It was really weird. So on the Top Gear episode I watched where they're taking the boats through here. Yep. 
they they stay in the village overnight. There's housing there, like there's That's like a hotel, cool. right? There's right. bars, there there's gas stations, church. Can I, can I have a beer? There's you a machine. There's right? machine shops. You can fix your boat. And some people don't even ever step on land. No, isn't that wild? And even more crazy is are they on stilts? They're on stilts. no. They're not on. They're stilts. boats. They're, fo- they're boats. So when the and when it's a dry season, the the village moves with the river. Okay. So if it's full, they go to the. They're always right. at the edge of the river, right. but they will move with it. Yep. So the village t- moves like around the river. High tide, low tide. Yeah. So it's never. I mean, it's in the same spot. They're not tied down. No. No, it no. just moves along. And then That's they have cool. um, other like little boats. They didn't show it up here. Right. But that is basically the same idea. That it would be a boat filled with flowers, and they're selling it on the on the road. Well, yeah, just cruising along. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically just drive by. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. No big shopping Walmarts out there. No, but. absolutely not. They figured it out. Once in Siem Reap, Josh meets with the mining expert Ake Ra. Ake Ra has been clearing mines for 20 years, and he believes there are at least four or five million mines left in Cambodia. Holy cow. Well, 70, what, 80 to the 90s, so 20 years or so. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, just kept putting them out there, putting them out there. What do they make them themselves, or what do they order them know. on Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good question. They probably right? just have them they stored. Want the, they don't want the government to come out here, but they, they probably all stole all the stuff when they were in charge, probably, and just took it with them. So at ten years old, so Harper's age. Yep. Okay, no, she's eight. She'll be eight. She nine. Close to Harper. Yeah. Not she'll be nine going in the third grade. Yes. So he was in fourth grade. Okay. Close. He was recruited as a child soldier into the Khmer Rouge after they murdered both his parents. Uh, so he was an orphan. That's not, at the know, that's I, insane. Was it, who always said that history repeats itself? Well, he says no. And now he goes demining. Because for the past 20 years, he's been on a mission of redemption, personally mm-hmm. clearing every explosive he can find. Yep. He says he has cleared at least 50,000 by himself. Well, not by himself, but with, he has a You know who I was talking about, right? Hitler. Oh, yeah. Hitler would kill all the parents, take all the blonde-haired, blue-eyed kids. Even though he had brown hair and brown eyes. Yes. Yeah. And he was part Jewish. Yep. Eh, anyway. Know, right? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a whole other thing. Oh, but it's like, it seems to be repeating itself is what I was yeah. getting at. Well, Same this was, a, yeah. Well, these people would be like, think Hitler was a good idea. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. they're the type of people that are like, well, that he had the right idea. Let's do that. Yeah, Hitler. Well, think about it. Yes. Genocide 2.2. 2. Yes. 2. Yep. That's exact. Isn't that I, about what happened with him? Hitler? Yeah. About the two millions. And he was a toughie. He, it wasn't just Jewish people, which that's a mistake too. It was people of color, gypsies. Right, it was everybody. We would have been part of that. Well, not you, because you got blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> I sure would. Yeah. Half of you guys would have been out of here. Gone. That's crazy. It, it is crazy. The, and that's what I mean. Like, we got involved during that, and he killed about the same amount of people in more time. I think he, it was for a longer time. This was less than four years, 2.2 million, and we, nobody did anything. Ridiculous. So That's cool. It was ridiculous. I mean, at least we have... Uh, know how to do something you know even yeah. during that time but you mean even yeah. during world war ii we kind of just were like no we'll wait till something happens to us six million oh okay so more yeah. obviously yeah that's a lot more i mean but 
Yeah. Isn't it a longer? I longer, think so. Yeah, longer, t- longer time. Started. We didn't. Be- became involved in forty two, but he started in thirty nine. Probably. Well, that's when the war started. Right. Who knows what he was doing before right. then? Right. So Akira brings Josh so he can see what to look for when it comes to mines and to show him how serious they can be. So if you, you could step on a tree branch because mm-hmm. it will grow over the mine. Oh. Right? Isn't it crazy? Yep. But yep. watch out for leaves, stuff like that. He shows Josh how to find a mine, then clear it, which is detonating it. They carry right. it by hand and bring it to a safe place to detonate it, which is scary as shit. Ugh. It's terrifying. Ugh. Especially if they've been sitting there all this time. You don't know if they're going to be a well, little Well, they, they dig them around them and they pick them up by the bottom. Yeah, I know. That's but still you don't terrifying. Yeah, the, what whatever. will set it off. <laughs> They don't talk about if they've lost anybody or I was going to say, but... they never said one word, but I remember watching, I mean, I'm sorry. You see him carrying it. Yes. So Josh then meets with John Mixick, an expert on the Khmer Empire. John knows the exact coordinates of the ruins, but isn't the only reason Josh wants to talk to him. He wants to get John's opinion on the linga. Mm-hmm. Panam Kul En, also known as the Holy Mountain, is where Jayavarman II became the God King. John thinks that it is possible Jayavarman's linga could still be in the ruins of the mountain, and they're only now just beginning to clear the area. And they believe it will be closer to the top because, like I said, the holy mountain closer to the top, mm-hmm. closer to the to where they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. closer to God or your gods okay. or whatever. Closer to closer your, yeah yeah the heavens. Right. Josh takes a helicopter up to Phnom Kulen. There he would have to take a bike up to the ruins because there's no roads. Only footpaths. So he has to bike up the footpaths. <laughs> Lucky he knows how to drive a motorcycle. <laughs> he knows how to do everything. <laughs> motorcycle. He's, like, he's so... Scuba he's diver. A, he's cool. Me. He's an archaeologist. He's like the real Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. He even and wears the hat. he's young. Well, he's not. He's is younger. He? He's young there because this is 2012. Oh, okay. He's, he's older than me. Okay. But yeah, but he... The one, I, the one I was watching is 2012? 2012, yeah. But yeah, he... Like I said, he has a... Because he's like, yeah. Well, the baby's probably older now, but he's in his 40s. He looked like he was in his late 30s then. Yeah. To late 30s, but he seemed like a pretty smart, do-all kind of guy. Oh, he has a degree in archaeology. doesn't Mm -hmm. say he's a doctor, though, so he doesn't have a doctorate. A doctorate. But how do you even get a degree in archaeology? You have to know history. Even how to... You have to know how to dig stuff, I guess. How to dig stuff, how to map it out. But no, you definitely have to. I think it's a history... Even even recognizing the pieces that you're bringing up, whether it's dinosaur or He obviously had... He started with Destination Truth before Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. which was a show trying to figure out the truth about stuff like that. Yep, yep. But, you know, he's super smart. He's a cool dude. Yeah. I like him. I like him. No, that's the first time I I encountered him. (laughs) (laughs) So he is dropped into a small village called Prey Ang Tom, the closest the helicopter can drop him. At the village, he visits a mystical temple, which has a stone linga and a Yanni pedestal, which is still used for religious rituals to this day. Wow. So it's it's the same idea. There's stone, not the one he's looking for is sandstone. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's not as that one would look like marble. Yeah, sandstone, sandstone kind of looks like marble, I think. Does it? Well, I think, it I think it's it's more brown. Well, you could sandstone. Well, like a, maybe I'm thinking of soapstone. Maybe like uh, think of like you know the bricks that the pyramids are made out of. I Is believe that sandstone? that's sandstone. Yeah. Josh Mush rent a bike for his trip into the jungle. Before he rented he, a bike. Yeah, he rented it. Yeah. 
Before he leaves, he must fill up at a village gas station, which houses the gas and glass soda bottles, which Josh jokes could be a deadly mistake if somebody didn't realize which is which. Ooh. The path is rough and hard to manage. Josh then comes up to the beginning of the lost city, Mahendra Pravada. The stone temples are a thousand years old. Wow. That's insane. Yes. What is it? A millennium, right? Millennia? A thousand. Thousand. Because he says something about nobody's seen this in, in a millennia. Sandstone. Yeah, it's a light color, right? Yeah. Yeah. Finally, Josh comes up on the dig site, which it, lo- it looks like the pyramid stones, right? Uh, it has a... Well, yeah. Give you- yeah. It's a lighter... I mean, obviously, it depends on where the sand... Yeah, yeah. it depends on exactly yeah. where, where the sand, like Arizona, is going to have a different color sand. So exactly. As so- we do. Finally, Josh comes to the dig site. There's a bunch of people who are living and working in the jungle. And Josh meets with Chen San. Chen says they're working in this certain area because they believe this is where the royal compound was. So, like, his house. <laughs> Jayavarman's house, you know? So, that's where they began. Yeah, that's where they figured out the royal compound would be. Mm-hmm. So, I'm assuming mm-hmm. compound would mean his where he lived. The compound, yeah. yeah. Well, just like we have a compound. So, it's his little own castle yeah. and then... His outbuildings for his slavers or whatever they are. So, LIDAR works by firing bursts of lasers from above. The beams of lasers allow archaeologists to virtually strip back the jungle canopy to see not only ruins, but objects hidden underground, which is crazy. Yeah, it is. Why didn't they do that for the landmines? Oh, shit. (laughs) Right? Well, I mean, it probably costs a bunch of money to do that. Oh, we'll find a lost city, but you, you can have your life taken. Yeah, it's no shit, right? <laughs> Good fucking point. I know. <laughs> Holy shit. I never thought of that. <laughs> maybe it's... Are they maybe, right down the street? <laughs> but maybe it's more like pathways. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe no metal. Maybe there is some way. Of, they're mapping it out or whatever, strip by strip. and They do use metal detectors and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So the LiDAR re- revealed the lost city, a huge network of road structures and habitations. That's, uh, yeah, that was pretty It's cool. cool. It does pretty look like cool. when you see sonar in the water. Yeah. Like that the outline. Yep. Jo- just up the trail, Josh meets with jo- Jean Baptiste, also known as JB, oh. who is a lead archaeologist on the site. So when I was Jean looking- the Baptiste. Jean. Jean. Jean the Baptiste. French. Jean. A Baptiste. Baptiste. Did I say Baptist? It's no, Baptiste. I think you said the Baptiste, but when you said John the Baptiste, <laughs> it's like, yeah, the Baptiste. June. Um, he actually wrote a paper because he went to Cambridge, I assume. He's probably a doctor. It didn't say probably. doctor on there, but he had wrote a paper mm-hmm. for Cambridge about this place. That's pretty cool. For yeah. Harvard, you mean? Cambridge University oh. in England. Oh, okay. Like the Harvard of I England, thinking, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's a smart place. Harvard of Boston is where I was thinking. When no, I meant Cambridge. like Cambridge. Yeah, no, Cambridge is like the Harvard of England. Gotcha. Like the smart school. <laughs> what JB wish is showing Josh that they have uncovered has not been seen for over a millennium. So wow. a thousand over a thousand over years. A thousand years. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. While they're looking for at the ruins, they come across a scorpion that fallen into the tree. Yeah. So Oh, I, it's got to be for the show because it didn't look like the scorpion had the tip on it, did it? When the guy picked it up? It probably, uh, yeah, it probably did, but you pick him up a certain way, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. You know, this is where I we meet know how that is. Pick, who picks it up and 
Joe's not Josh. Oh. <laughs> Did you not? He, he I saw that. Speech. Well, I saw that, but it was like, yeah, and he started jumping around. <laughs> it's funny. Who knows? Jo- I don't think Josh is a fan of bugs. Uh, they say a scorpion bite is like a bee bite. Really? Yeah. I thought it could kill you. I Maybe it's just different kinds of scorpions or maybe. Did you know that they are ultraviolet? No. They glow under black lights. Really? Yep. Why, I, you know what? Is that why they have them all the time in movies under black lights? Maybe. Or maybe it's because I saw them. No, they glow like yeah. bright. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Luminite. Illuminated. Yep. While they're packing up for the night because of darkness and a storm on the way, Pitt comes up to Josh and makes him an offer he can't refuse. Pitt says he can bring Josh to a place where nobody knows about except for, you know. Yeah. Archaeologists. Of course. Because they're just <laughs> beginning to explore it. Pick leads Josh to a place that's not seen by outsiders. So people know about it, obviously, the archaeologists, but not the public. Right, right. So you only have a selected few that are able to go in there and peek yep. around. So they are near the top of the mountain, which would be the perfect place for Jair Varman to conduct the ceremony. While they are searching for evidence, they come across a green snake. <laughs> so it's <laughs> a so snake and scorpions, <laughs> which is like they're working in this condition all the time. They, uh, they then come okay. across an overhead. I can't imagine. Right? Scorpions, 25 out of 1,750 are uh, considered to be lethal to humans. So there's 1,750 types of scorpions. Jesus Christ. 25 of them are lethal. That's so no, more? I wouldn't want to touch it. No. Th- that guy must have known this thing isn't lethal because or he that just, was like a black one. If he lives there, he knows. Like, it's the same he thing. He knows. Exactly. Around yeah. here. It's like we know what snakes are. Yeah. are no. We have two. So they find um, in this cave or overhang um, carvings that are about 1,200 years old. Wow. That's wow. crazy that they're still good there. Yeah. The inscriptions. Now in the- they're going to be ruined. No. We found them. Well, we won't touch them. Hopefully, um, archaeologists are starting to leave stuff now mm-hmm. and not take them, mm-hmm. which is good because mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, as cool as seeing a mummy would be, there's no reason why... It should be around here. It should be in Egypt. It should be in Egypt, and we should be going over there to look at it, to yes. view or whatever. I'm sure they're exactly. like, no, you can you can stay in America. It's fine. You don't stay need to come here. You they you see you see pictures of the pyramids. Mm-hmm. It's like what they what you see in pictures versus what it's like in real oh life. And there's like a queue city? and stuff. Yeah, it's like a city with like a half a mile away. I watched a video of like they'll have people. Well, not they, but there will be people that try to fake. To get you to come to, like, they'll yeah. whistle, like, they'll have whistles be like, to think you're in trouble if you're a tourist, mm-hmm. and they'll rob you. Fun, so, fun, But I mean, fun. that's everywhere. It's you go like, to Chicago, and the same idea will happen. Somebody I will try to pickpocket you or convince you. New Orleans, I had that guy come up and tell us, like, don't leave her out of your sight. No. Don't leave your drink. Drinks. Nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. Don't nope. make sure your pocket and your phone, or your wallet and your phone is in your front right. pocket. Yep. Because when you go down Bourbon Street, Everybody's shit faced. Yep. It's huge crowds. It would and they somebody t- touches you, you're not gonna know your shit's gone. Not only that, that's what they uh, the robbers come in. I shouldn't say the robbers. It's a group. It's come in. Yeah, yeah, a group of and people. And they just kind of um, what is the word I'm looking for? They it's, hunt them down. Yeah, they hunt down people stupid people. And they sit there yep. and watch. And, oh yeah, and they wait. Yeah, it's a. There will be like a whole pack. It's mm-hmm. like you watch, mm-hmm. was it Oliver or whatever, the Oliver Twist, like oh, the British, yes, yes. where all the little kids go running through pickpocketing. Mm-hmm. That's how they had to survive, though. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So as they go deeper into the cave, they find a perfectly preserved sandstone yawning. 
Oh. Although Linga is missing. The Yanni is proof that the ceremony that Jayavarman II had took place right there. Wow. The locals believe this mountain is haunted by him. But they didn't have the receiving part. So it's obviously gone. So Where'd somebody go? might have taken it already or it's that, just not that there. Take his power away? Do you think? I don't know well, if we didn't he, answer that. But. After, what is it, after he died or mm-hmm. whatever, every king after him mm-hmm. built bigger and better. One of them built, what, it's a 2,000-foot swimming pool. Oh, no, sorry, bathtub. Oh, my God. Hand, hand dug. <laughs> Another guy, 216 um, sculpture of his face. Oh, geez. So each king after him had, like, yep. built up because yep. they wanted to do above each other. More, yeah. And so they think that it, it was getting passed better down. And better and yep. better. Yep. It was getting passed down. So in the morning, jo- well, sorry, because of the rain and mud, Josh and the crew only make it halfway down the mountain to Pick's house. This is where they stay for the night. In the morning, Josh heads back down the mountain to end his trip. It will take many years for a full excavation of the mountain. And to the room, like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until I mean, then, it's still a mystery. Feet? Do they think is Oh, there. it's huge. Yeah. It's a huge complex. Reminds me of Pompeii. Finding that Yanni, though, shows that we know the story of Jair Varman is more than it's a myth. True. Right. It's true. That's so, what I mean. I want to find that about the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, actually, in one of the episodes, he does go to where Jesus was born and stuff. Really? Yep. I got to watch it. So we're going to end the recap with words from Josh. Quote, Josh! History tells us that the quest for absolute power is a dangerous desire. For the god kings of the Khmer Empire, the power of the Linga, or at least the perception of that power, allowed them to build artistic achievements without equal. For the Khmer Rouge, Rouge, absolute power gave rise to the very darkness and most deadly aspects of human nature. So if anybody wants to watch this episode, it is on Discovery Plus and HBO Max. So after the show aired, they were able to say with definitive proof that this was the ruins... The ruins oh, so were the home cool. of Jai Varman II. Yep. yep. They are still trying to map everything out and figure everything out. Apparently, though, it's been open for tourism. Oh, like, it's not? Just, or just, it is? It is. Or just this kind of view of the ruins. It is. Yeah. Because in, in Cambodia, yeah. be, part of tourism is the temples. Right. Right. So parts of the are open for people yeah. to come and see. Yeah. It's still not. I wonder <clears> if they can get DNA off or anything. Probably not because it deteriorates. True. You have True. to have it's it. Biological. I mean, like we know that from the boy in the box. Right. They had to extract it from his tooth yep. and still it took two years to yep. put it together. Yeah. But um, I guess it's not as busy, those ruins, because it's still impossible to get to. You still have to take a bike up there. Right. I right. read a thing about. So there isn't too many tourists. No. There's camping tourists. <laughs> well, like people that will ride motorcycles or right. ride on the back. Right. But I watched a thing called Travel and Leisure. I uh-huh. read something about it. And this and they lady, put in there? they went there. Really? And well, somebody wrote an article being right. there, like one right. of their people. Right. And they took the bamboo railroad and That's they rode cool, on a motorcycle and stuff. Cool. The pictures they took were beautiful because there's way more to it. There's a place where the hell is it? But although it's a pedal one, pedal they bike. Go, yeah. But oh, no. the uh, railroad. Yes, it's up in Maine somewhere. Oh, is it? I think so. Is it like Same one of those idea. things? Nope. Oh, it is a pedal. It's a, yeah, it's a sit and pedal thing. They had it on the news not that long ago. It's the old railroad track, so they made a business out of it. Oh, so like the, this is what they do. People for the Bamboo Railroad now, it's a tourist yep. thing, and people pay 
to go on them. Yep. And these Which guys, keeps the people in the villages with money and stuff exactly, like that. Exactly. Exactly. Tourists. I, I mean, just this hope is why people are money. respectful of the stuff because well, this is so. thousands of years guys, old. Yeah. Well, not the railroad. Oh, well, not the railroad, railroad, but the, where they're yeah. trying to go. I know. So but that nobody, is. I mean, I, we all look at all the land landmarks around here and I don't see too much respect. I mean, there is. Washington, D.C., there's always respect, but you have guards. But that's the whole thing. Like, we don't have something here that's 1,200 years old. That's been made on the mountain, but who's gone? But, like, uh, those ruins mm -hmm. came and gone and then recovered up before anybody, anybody even, even was really. here. Yep. That's a, it's crazy to it me. It is crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. So, that's it for our second bonus episode of Expedition Rewatch. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And don't forget to go check it out on Discovery Plus or HBO Max. And as always, my friends, stay spooky. Bye. Bye.